Welcome to Advice Not Taken with Jamie Kilstein. I am a comedian, uh, and I also uh, have had a lot of uh, me mental health problems, uh, which is why I'm good at giving advice because uh, I've gotten uh, a lot of advice in my time and I've given a lot of advice in my time that I have uh, refused to listen to. <laughs> my co-host today is one of my dear, dear friends, one of the scariest, funniest, sweetest people uh, on the planet, Jiu-Jitsu world champion, Kendall Rusing, everybody. Hello. So excited to be here. We made this happen last minute and we it's going to be... <laughs> very last minute. Very, we are uh, uh, shuttling you incredibly fast to the airport. You're on such a tight schedule that I got anxiety. You're fine with it. You're like, I'll be fine. I get to the airport. I'm TSA pre, all the stuff. I still get there like three hours early. Just no, total. Yeah. I always just figure if I miss the flight, I'll get on the next one. I God, God bless <laughs> so you. So I never miss my God flights. bless you. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to support the show, if you're new to the show, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Same with Spotify. They do that now. Uh, for new jujitsu people, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, and I've had many podcasts that I've ever, ever done. Uh, we interviewed Tim Kennedy all about masculinity, which I kind of want to talk to you about as well. Um, and just going from being a complete... Uh, shitbag to trying to be a good person so you can hear the Tim Kennedy episode. Uh, also, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jamie Kilstein if you want to watch the videos. Smash the like button, all of that stuff. Here's what I want to talk to you about. So we've podcasted before. We've taken long road trips before. <laughs> on all the road trips. We've been that, to Bucky's before. We've been to, you got, you I mean, and your sister took me to Bucky's for the first time. Yeah, I mean, it's serious. <sighs> we have a serious relationship. Serious relationship. <laughs> and I feel like because I had a jujitsu podcast before, our car rides, we could all talk about boys. I learned what Hot Girl Summer was from you guys. <laughs> you guys taught me so much. Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then, oh, so much Taylor Swift. And then... We do the jujitsu podcast and I'm like, what's the best way to get to an arm bar? Um, <laughs> and so now we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yes. So I want to talk to you about relationships first and the kind of guys that you and your girlfriends look for, especially I'm single. A lot of guys listening sing are single. And I feel like masculinity, it gets talked about. It gets demonized, right? Mm. Um and I do believe there's a such thing as toxic masculinity. I think like I'm not uh, even though I'm pro masculinity, I'm like, I'm not lining up to go to a, a, a frat Halloween party. Right. <laughs> I think there can be gross parts of it. That, like the least masculine thing I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what frat Halloween. Yeah. Well, and even Tim was talking about how when he hears the word alpha, he goes, ugh, because uh. you're so used to this like fake alpha bullshit and how yeah. guys will be like, yo, I'm alpha because like I don't cry at movies. No, and alpha's great. But when you're talking about how alpha you are, that's like the easiest way to know that you're actually extremely feminine, uh, which is totally fine if that's your your right. vibe. So but. that so this is what I want to talk to you about because I feel like with me, besides jujitsu, I've mainly been around women and been in relationships, and I'm pretty in touch with my feminine, where it's like I can talk about my feelings and be yeah. vulnerable. But for a long time, because masculinity was demonized, I kind of pushed that aside until right. I started meeting people and becoming friends with like Tim or, you know, guys like that. So you, I feel like you are incredibly in touch with, um, your emotional side. You talk about mental health a lot, but you're also around murderers <laughs> and are one yourself and are around like, you know, people consider 
fighting masculine. Mm-hmm. What is the balance? What should guys kind of be striving for? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is such a hot topic for me right now. It's something that I've done a lot of discovering on in the last couple of years. I would say that like there will be stuff that I think women that I wish that I would have heard um, from me and then also stuff from men who are looking for women that that may be helpful to you. So first and foremost, I mean, for those who don't know me, my per- my work life is very masculine or always has been very masculine because yep. I literally fight people for a living. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. And so and also I run businesses like I run multiple businesses. I also run my own personal brand. So there is some creativity thrown in there. There's some feminine thrown in there. Yeah. But for the most part, I've had to be very masculine. You're like to step s- away from bounty hunter. Yeah. Like I've had to be very masculine to survive. Yeah. If you're right. feminine in this world, it's um. I mean, I'm learning now how I can integrate but in the mo- for the most part there wasn't really any instruction on That's that and so right. for me to survive it was like okay well you have to be one of the guys not you not you have to be one of the guys you have to be way better than one of the guys and you have to be the cool girl that all the guys right. want to hang out with so that you can get some attention on you because there's less attention on women there's less spots so if you you know want to be in one of those spots you better be just as if not better or more entertaining That's than a great the dudes point. Right. so this led to a lot of issues with me in relationships where I might have had good partners or some, some good, maybe he's not so, sure. so not so good. Sure, sure, sure. But if we had I, a Patreon section, would name them. <laughs> yeah, that's extra. <laughs> It'll give you a timeline of yeah, all the yeah, dates. Yeah. <laughs> some secret and some are not. So no, you yeah. just don't know who I'm talking about when, which Mine is probably all for the bad, best. Everybody. All love and respect out there. Okay, if any of you guys are listening. Is that what we say now I've when resolved, we're lying? I've all res- love and respect. I've resolved all my own side of the street stuff, and that's all that matters. Okay, right. let's get out of the drama <laughs> and back to what's actually helpful. Right. <laughs> so... Okay, so for me, I in my relationships, I didn't really attract men that were in their big masculine because I was so in my masculine that I was really running the show a lot of the time. I made the decisions. I decided what was going to happen. And I always put myself in relationships where I cared about losing the relationship less. Mm. Now, I don't think that that is necessarily masculine or feminine, but for me, it fit into the masculine where it's, I was it's like- It's kind of bro Yeah, I was, it was a bro yeah, I was like, I'm independent. Like, and right. you kind of, you trick yourself because you play yourself into this like, I am this bad bitch, I can take care of myself. Well, if I can take care of myself and I'm doing everything myself, why the hell do I need you? Right. Right, because for you don't me, need in arm candy. Right, like for me now, that's different from a masculine point of view, and and obviously this gets really different based on like how you identify sexually and gender wise. Sure. But for me, I am a how do you label me? Hetero. I'm I'm straight and I'm white. Yeah. I, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm a woman who uh, loves dudes, I, and I'm straight. I yeah, believe I'm nowadays they refer to traditional. that as uh, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a her. I'm a I'm a she. I'm a she her. Yeah. Yep. I'm 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 just. You're nailing this. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't. I'm not trying to like. Uh, okay. You uh, get what I'm saying. Pumpkin spice. But a basic yeah. white bitch. A basic white bitch. Okay. Yeah. So with all that being said, like, so this might not apply to everyone, but for me, I am about. I would say where I've found my vibe is about 70% in my feminine and 30% in my masculine. And by the way, this totally for people listening, I relate to you. I came at it from such a different angle, but kind of I'm having these realizations as you're talking that I was doing the opposite where girls, I I would get complimented because I wasn't, you know, like big handsome dude. 
I that what what girls liked about me was that I was easy to talk to. I was yeah. funny. I cry at Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm very open with my emotions, yeah. right? So then I started playing so into that, and then not to make this political, but because I was in the super woke feminist world where masculinity is demonized, I go. Yeah, man, feminism oh, fucked me up. Yeah, fucked me up. <laughs> We're gonna get into that, bad. but feminism fucked me up. So then, uh, so so then I started kind of doubling down tripling down and by the way you don't feel like you're being a bad person i'm like oh i'm being less sexist i'm being more feminine these are all good qualities quote unquote and so i would always attract very more masculine girls where i'm like why are all my girlfriends mean yeah and it's like (laughs) well because i was being so fucking feminine and so now i'm trying to opposite of you like i'm trying to be like wait 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 these masculine qualities are good and I can still have that while also that doesn't mean I don't have to hide my feelings. Well, the thing is finding, th- this is the thing. It's finding what feels good for the way that you would, the way that you would exist without a partner. That's really what it was for me is like, yes. how do I find my happiest neutral where I feel best without a partner in consideration. And then how do I mesh well with a partner that right. fits that? So for me, I was so masculine in That's my in my life. And and also I had seen like feminism, man, it really like that it's it's really the way that it got extreme. I think that it came from good intentions, but it pushed us so far in the direction where it's like, you can have kids, you can go to work, you can be a man, you don't even need a man. You right. can do everything that they can you're do like, better. You're like, this sounds terrible. While having babies. Right. And you're like, and then when you think about it, I'm like, but I don't fucking want to have to be both all the time. I really don't. And, and then you so, feel like you're like letting feminism down. Yeah. If you I, don't do exactly. that. Exactly. Feminism, it's equality. I felt like I was being anti-woman yes, by right. by by saying, you know what? Actually, for me, not for everybody, but for me, I am now really, really excited about the things that I bring to a table that a man can't. And I'm also really, really appreciative of what men bring to the table in a way that I can't. Can I do some of these things for myself? Yes, absolutely. And if I'm alone and I'm supporting myself, then that's what I will do. But if I'm with a partner, then... I want to allow him to be in the role to step up to provide those things that he can that he probably does a better job at than I do anyway. And it gives him his sense of meaning that he feels good about and it allows me to relax and like getting we'll get more into that later as far as partnership goes like in the the duality of both how they play together. But as far as like what I saw growing up in a lot of different ways was women who couldn't afford to be in their feminine right. because masculines were not stepping into that role. And yep. so it was like women who were like, I can do everything, but really was, I have to do everything. Men being really, really in their feminine. Right. Yeah. And here's the guys the- are like, she just loves standing in the bread line. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so here's the thing about vulnerability. Cause I wanted to touch on this since you brought that up. Yeah. Real quick before yeah. we go into that, I just want to triple down on something you said. Um, I'm stepping into my masculine by <laughs> repeating what you said and taking yeah. credit for it. Um, I think it's such an important point and it hit me so hard who you want to be outside of a relationship. Yes. Because you saying that I would be so proud of being feminine in a relationship 
but what do I want to do when I'm by myself? Right. I want to do fucking jujitsu. And why what are do you I do proud of I... that? Because of how you feel doing it or because of how you think you're affecting somebody else Absolutely. and what you're providing Which, for them? Which, by the way, is what codependency is. Where exactly. I thought I was such a good guy yes. because I'm like, you know, I'm going to skip jujitsu and I'm going to cook dinner even though that's the girl thing. And then I'm yes. still going to clean it. And suddenly I'm just like, I'm just a fucking doormat at this point. But you know what? She's going to resent you for that shit. Yes. Well, and then <laughs> or you're going to resent her. And by, yeah. and by the way, not her fault. This was yeah. me being so afraid of being alone or left mm. that I'm going to go look at me, look at me. I'm doing all these good things, but you're doing them for the wrong reasons. Yes. And that's going to read. So it's like, yeah, man, like how, who do you want to be outside of a relationship? And then of course, when you're in a partnership, you become more selfless. You, you, you do things for them that you don't always want to do. They're compromised, blah, blah, blah. but the general masculine feminine, who am I as a fucking person? Yes. I think that was just a huge way to put it. So anyway, vulnerability. Well, yeah. So vulnerability and like, I heard this video the other day that really resonated with me when it was talking about male and female partnerships in a traditional sense, it says like, when a woman says that she loves a vulnerable man, this is not, and, and this is true for me too, as someone who is probably about a 70-30 split, and everyone is different, yeah. right? And I think that I'm able to be a 70-30 split very strongly because I've stepped so far into my masculine and I understand my masculine so well. I know when it needs to be utilized and when it's really effective that I can have that 30. Like, yeah. I think same thing for men, like, or, or traditional masculines. If you don't understand your feminine, that's when we get toxic. If it's like, if I shy away from any femininity right. I refuse to acknowledge these things that are going on within me because if we think about feminine and masculine as chaos and order right, right. this is something my partner says <laughs> like sometimes yeah. he'll say yeah chaos and order because I'm like a fucking tornado right and then he's like this like <laughs> fucking cement house that the tornado exists right. in and that structure is like everyone's safe I love that <laughs> me and you are so similar but yours is so much more badass where you're like I've experienced my masculine because I've gone into the ring and I fought people and I've I'm, been and, in the fire yeah dude. and I've I'm just like I've fire. experienced my feminine because I cried at a walk to remember not knowing that she would die at no, the end. No, but here's something that's so important. I used to not be able to like be emotional like that. I couldn't yeah. cry at those fucking movies. Dude, I, I couldn't get in, get in touch with that. I would get in trouble for holding the door or I would get in trouble for if, you know, I'm walking on the street with a girl and there's a dude who looks like a threat, if I just switch sides. Well, see, this is because you're choosing partners that don't fit. No, that's you what actually, I'm saying. Right? And, but then I Because for me, I'm like, if you don't do that, I'm offended. Right. <laughs> like, you, what, you want me to die? Like, right. do you and, want me to die? Protect me from that dude on the street. by the way, you are a person who can fucking handle themselves. <laughs> yes. It's just sort of, I remember. It's I, an energy. It's an energy. Because, man, let's think about this. Who, what's going to, and we are going to get back to vulnerability, but what's going to happen if we go out to a bar and someone tries to pick on us. What, I'm going to defend you? Right. I'm going to protect you? I don't care if you don't have any jiu-jitsu experience. There is no way. that will. Be, that's like the least sexy thing I've ever That would be so funny. In my life. We will never sleep together. I again. would just cross like, my legs on the bar stool and be like, babe, take care yeah, of it. Yeah, see, yeah, no, it's over. It's over, man. Yeah. It's over. It's not about What if he started skills. side coaching? Oh, my God. Just see, like, that, that's the thing about like... The, he's heavy on his the, lead leg. Here's the thing about combat dudes, okay? Yeah. Let's talk about... Combat dudes, jujitsu, MMA, wrestling. Sure. I've, I've, yes. There's a lot of some experience there. Um, they think that fighting equals masculinity. They think if they can win tournaments, that oh, equals masculinity. Right, right. And maybe they haven't been modeled proper. Ma well, look, a lot of fucked up people get into martial arts because of the effects that yeah. it does for us. It's so, it's so beautiful. This joke's gonna be for three people listening. Where <laughs> if you're like, hey, babe, I need you to be a little more masculine. He's like, didn't you see my Naga sword? Yeah. So exactly. So it's like if you are displaying these 
these kinds of faux masculine and, and a lot of times I don't think that's intentional no, men it, just see like oh I think that's what masculine it is, is a tool and they it try is to a tool it. to help you reach masculinity right? right like if you are training really hard right you're getting yourself in shape you're showing discipline that's all great that's a step to get there if the way you use it is just to post uh, 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 six pack selfies, but you're not going to step in if you're walking down the street and you see someone being bullied. It's mm -hmm. like, mm, are you really using it right? Do you have the confidence to not uh, to be in a conversation and not tell everybody all the gold medals you yeah. have, or can you just be poised and, and do show you have people the discipline around? around not just actual physically using martial arts, but like your energy around things like real masculines are not like uh, I would say like very people that are strong in their masculine who have experienced their feminine and then they're really truly in that masculine and they're combat athletes yeah. when they are around when they are around conflict, they don't, they're not looking for any kind of nope. conflict and they also know how to control their anger and their behavior. So a lot of times this toxic masculinity, it gets a bad rap because we see people trying masculinity on for size that maybe weren't modeled it correctly, or maybe they're just trying to come into who they are. It doesn't mean they're evil or bad. No. This is a process of self discovery, yeah. right? But they're doing this and they're like snapping at things or they're getting really upset and, or they're taking it out right. on people that they love. And it's like, or they're trying to be controlling, like confusing, controlling with masculine, right. like masculine is they're structure. Like, but I watched a Jordan Peterson YouTube video. <laughs> and <it's laughs> and like, ma hmm. like masculine is structure and, and it can be assertiveness, yeah. but it's not control or like control with expectation. If the control doesn't go your way, well, it's jujitsu, right? It's the spazzy white belt versus the relaxed purple belt. Exactly. Where it's like, you think, think I just have to grip this as strong as I fuck as, as hard as I yeah. can and that's actually putting you in more danger you know what's so crazy about that is let's let's let the the dudes off the hook for a second femininity is the same yeah femininity is volatile because it is powerful it is really really powerful if I'm very much yes you can talk about the the magic of giving birth and being and being really emotional or being in but uh, don't get me wrong feminine is a fucking tornado <laughs> Feminine is a tornado. It is powerful. There is a reason why if you think about all the wars and all the biggest conflicts in the world, I d you cannot bring the woman out of the equation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when so there is a level of responsibility too. So for example, when I started shifting from from being all in my masculine all the time to learning how to like tap into I we use people as mirrors. I used partners in experiencing myself, like mm. like trying things on for size. This is why I say it's not evil or bad, it's self-exploration, and we do it with each other. Yeah. And we, we bounce off each other, we use each other's mirrors and experience. We experiment. So I also got myself into trouble by experience, experimenting with my feminine, with partners, right. and like I didn't know how to control, I didn't know what it meant to truly be feminine. I wasn't aware of the power. I didn't know how I was affecting people. I didn't mm -hmm. know how people were feeling about me. It was like a fucking tornado until right. I was able to like really get into the sacred level, and this took spending time alone. I have like four different fucking therapists. Right. I do, <laughs> like I do so much work on myself sure. to make sure I don't, like throw up on other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to make sure that I'm in my, in my lane, taking care of my shit. And I learned how to do that by get, by not doing it first, by being a tornado. So it's not just men. It's like, where are we harnessing that power? How are we using it for good? And how are we making sure that we're putting people in our lives that fit 
what we want to be naturally on our own. It's so interesting because I'm, I'm just, as I'm getting older, realizing that so many of my problems and so many of the bad situations I put myself in or the bad decisions that I made, it just was kind of because I was so blatantly turning away from what was screaming at me mm. that like, hey, be, this is who you are. Just be like this, yeah. right? And, and being embarrassed to be spiritual because I was around only like intellectual atheists and I felt stupid. Being embarrassed to be silly right. because, you know, comics just have to be fucking just like filthy and hard yeah, yeah. and degenerates. Being afraid to be masculine because right. I don't want to get yelled at and I don't want that to be toxic. Or I'm around a bunch of guys and I feel too feminine so then I kind of shrink up yes, and I'm yeah. like, well, I'd rather be feminine because then I can make fun of those guys yeah. uh, straight up because I feel intimidated by them and I think that for the people listening if you really tap in and you can spend that time alone that you were talking about the answers are there the voices are shouting at you yeah. from inside what you need to do you know anyone who comes up to me and they're like I'm thinking about quitting drinking that's just an example mm. uh, it's like no 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 you need to quit drinking mm -hmm. that means or at least pause or try it. yeah because Experiment. that means there's a voice that is telling you your instinct, your gut, God, your soul, whatever you want to call it. Something's saying that you got to take a little break. You got to take a, a break. One of right. My, one of my favorite thing quotes and it's or not quotes, but it's just the life truths is my mom would say that like the only thing permanent in your life is death or having children. Right. Once you have a kid, you have a kid. Right. So you can try so many things on for size yes, and yeah. experiment with yourself and see what feels good for you. And you want to do it in a way that's not going to hurt other people, of that's course. It. And a lot of times that for me, that involves mentorship. So I ask a lot of questions before I make big decisions from like different kinds of leaders in my life. And but going back to vulnerability, because I yes. don't this is such an important piece that hit me and it made me understand why I attracted like why I was attracted to certain men versus what I'm attracted to now, especially like in a current partner. So vulnerability the video says like if vulnerability when women say they want a vulnerable man, what they mean is most of the time is for a man to come up and say, Hey Kendall, I'm really going through this and I want you to know that like you may like I, there's been stuff going on with me, you probably picked it up and picked up on it. But I want you to know that I'm talking to John. I'm talking to so-and-so. I have a lot of support. Mm. And we're coming up with this solution. If you want to know about the solution, let me know. If not, don't worry. I got it handled. And I love you. And I just want you to know that this is going on with me. But I got it covered. Well, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> that, that's, that is a way. It's so funny because you're right. That is totally feminine and vulnerable and also so manly. It's structured. Where it's like I think that especially in a, like a lot of my old circles, and me it's like oh y y you want the applaud for being vulnerable because you're like help i don't know yes. what to do and, and by the yes. way like oh, people crash sometimes people you know whatever of i'm not course, trying to be a dickhead yes. but i mean the how quickly it can slip for me into like victim mentality yes. or into you know take care of me yeah take care of me that, i mean <laughs> and, that's it and that is also a volatile version of femininity too that i've had to work around myself because there are times where i feel so mad this is this is where the balance gets off if i'm way over masculine then i feel like i need to go into like baby bird take care of me mode to rebalance because i'm like too fucking strong all the time yeah. and then i'm and then i'm out of whack and so i'm like oh my god take care of me to the point where it's like i um 
I betray who I am to be so much of a victim or so vulnerable. And this is a lot of what I did before program and stuff too. This is like some older stuff, late teenage years and stuff, yeah. but I can still slip into it if I'm not careful. I was laughing the other day at a, a Shia LaBeouf did an interview on that new Be Real Ones podcast. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, yeah, man, ego death, but that motherfucker comes right back around. <laughs> he comes back to life. Ego death. He comes back to life. I got to check that shit every day. For sure. Hey, was that uh, the, we're working on symbols. Was that the hard out symbol or was that the news section? symbol that was the new section so what we're gonna do we're gonna get Corey and sarah a siren um <laughs> to cut me off so we can go into our segments all right guys we have a segment it's called and i, I want to get back to this because so next week we're gonna do a special solo episode where i answer all of your guys audio questions uh feature you on the show from logcast we'll talk about that in a bit um so today for the aa section for the audience advice i'm gonna ask you a follow-up on this uh is i want to ask you how to find so we talked about how to step into your masculine or feminine i'm curious uh when you do start to do that it's like do the women just start coming to you or do i now need to completely shift what i'm looking for so we'll get into that uh advice to celebrities so uh what we do on the show is we take a story from the news it could be political it's usually about uh entertainment or, or culture and we give uh we give them advice uh, uh what is the celebrity story uh we have today Corey? you know i didn't know if we'd ever top the try guys story but here we are um so i just want to read this headline because i actually thought this was like a fake headline i didn't even know this happened word for word headline pelosi husband attacked at home mm -hmm. violently assaulted yep. Yep. beaten with hammer yep. motivations investigated okay now look only I've... the motivations are being investigated <laughs> not the hammer hitting <laughs> now look uh this i'm not laughing because a man was attacked by a hammer i am definitely laughing a little bit at the headline uh because it's insane and now <laughs> I don't want to make this a, a, a political issue, although I do think it was very interesting that a lot of people on the left who, when Rand Paul got attacked, were like, ha ha, fuck you, Rand Paul. We're posting very earnestly about this mm -hmm. uh, and being like, this has gone too far, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Everyone's fucking a political hypocrite. We've all been political hypocrites. Um, the advice to celebrities that we can give without getting political is... I guess we're not doing videos, so we can't do like specific like techniques to not get hit with a <laughs> hammer. Um, but talk about self-defense. Talk about for people who are listening to this show and they're either too nervous yeah. to uh, take jujitsu or just kind of how important it is. Um, and maybe even some misconceptions for especially the women listening who mm. think that if they show up to any jujitsu school, it is going to be all that kind of gross alpha shit we were talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, women or male, male or female. I but think mainly Paul Pelosi. But <laughs> Yes. Just so we can stay on segment. Yes, yes, Paul. <laughs> hello, hello, Paul. Uh, I'm so sorry this happened to you, but you should definitely take jujitsu. <laughs> I'm so serious. Um, okay, yeah, man. I I think first and foremost, I don't know what the, his whole security system is like, but like before, didn't sound like it was good. Yeah, before jujitsu, like just basic, and also this is a whole other thing we're talking about, like armed versus unarmed, and that does become political, especially with this family. Right. Um, but yes, so I think like home security is 
is number one for sure. Like have cameras, have alarms. If you are comfortable bearing arms, bear arms. I am someone who believes in that strongly, like for your home security, home protection. And clearly this could have been one of those cases. And by the way, I never had any of that. I mean, I've been doing martial arts for like 20 years now. Mm -hmm. Never had any of that. And now for the first time, uh, yeah, I have a fucking security system. It's, I, I think I'm getting... there's no reason not to. No. I'm one of the most dangerous women on the planet, and I will and I will have those things. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, 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 I guess it was part of me is because I always assumed, but also, again, this goes back to toxic masculinity, making safety political. Yeah. Dude, I would get in trouble sometimes when I would tell women to do jujitsu yeah. because they were like what so you I, i'm i'm to blame and it's like no you're not to blame however there are fucking shit ass guys who you blame like reality is reality yep and even with yeah. like a security system people are like oh what are you gonna are you becoming one of those like survivalists now it's like no nah, man I just want to take care of my shit. It's not that hard to do. It's like, it's not, it's not that difficult of a thing where you could just be like, oh yeah, I don't need that. Like, it's such an easy thing. So, but as far as jujitsu goes, man, people need, um, I would say like the, the main thing that jujitsu has done for me is it puts me in a situation where I almost never feel like I could be a victim, not because, uh, because I'm impossible to attack, but because the way that I carry myself as I walk around the world, like my head is high. I, I don't do dumb things like walking through the parking lot with my headphones in on my phone late at right. night, things like that. Like it gives you situational awareness. I think when you respect what it feels like to train with, and this is goes for men or women, but when it respect, when you respect what it feels like to be attacked by a large or a person larger than you, male or female, you respect how you take, how seriously you take your safety. Right. I, uh, I'm now picturing Paul Pelosi with like big beats, headphones, listening to the new Taylor Swift oh album God. and just completely unaware <laughs> that a man with a hammer is running towards him. But dude, this is true. And like, I, there are times where I feel like I'm fucking Jason Bourne. I go to the restaurant, I'm in the corner. I know where the exits are. No one seems like a threat, whatever. And then there are times that I fucking catch myself. And this is a big one. Um, like women listening, anyone listening, what do you usually do when you get in your car? Do you think if the car door is locked, do you look around or do you get on your phone? fucking phone right. right maybe it starts because you're looking for directions right but then you get an instagram Scrolling. notification and now you were just completely vulnerable sitting there or when we walk you know we always think of um you know cr- don't do it while you're crossing the street which people do anyway but like again i'm i have a security system a gun jujitsu i care a lot about safety i'm always looking to see if other people need help and the amount of times that i catch myself yeah where I was like, dude, I was just lost on my phone and could have straight up been followed for this blocks. Is, yeah, this is something that my partner taught me that has made me feel a lot safer is like just situational awareness around, like you said, like where I'm sitting in a restaurant, what like just being aware of my surroundings when I get in a car. Is this a parking lot I'm going to sit in or is this a parking lot I'm going to get out of right away? Right. Just little things like that. Like it, it made me it's made me feel really, really safe being with someone like that. But it, but also the more important part is that when he is not around, I'm now becoming aware of these things, too. And by the way when you are prepared like that both physically and with situational awareness you can actually I don't want to use the term let your guard down but I think sometimes people think if you're just in this heightened state of fucking panic or paranoia you're more safe that actually makes you less safe because you are um 
your 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 noise canceling your your instinct yeah. and that fear voice that goes, hey man, I don't know why, but Our this parking lot is shady. really really intelligent. Yes. And so for me, when I'm out of, I don't want to be in paranoia, but when I'm in a relaxed state of awareness, my gut is very very intelligent and yep. it's loud, you know. And so again, going back to uh, Pelosi, it's jujitsu is so important not only like you can't take what i want to say is that the misconception is that you should not be taking a self-defense class because your body's going to yeah. resort to what it normally does every a couple days a week right yeah. if so if that is watching tv at home that's going to be watching tv at home if that's doing jiu-jitsu that's going to be doing jiu-jitsu so your body is going to resort to what you normally do so if you are taking jiu-jitsu consistently then you're going to be able like and also i just want to add that this is not a fail safe either right. because it you know when some crazy person on drugs is coming at you swinging or has a weapon yep. there's a different scenario you're much better off if you do whenever i would teach i would say hey if you're in a bar fight you could be a fucking black belt pan am champion you don't want to go to the ground right. you go to the ground you double leg a dude and one he hits his head on the curb and fucking dies uh two let's say you get into a perfect mount position and his buddy comes up and soccer kicks the back of your head like you want to use all this self-defense to get the fuck out and self-awareness is the most important thing and you know i've never talked about jujitsu on the show but you can attest to this People don't realize until they show up for a kickboxing class, until they show up for a jiu-jitsu class, that our instinct about what to do in a fight is, is usually the exact opposite it's of what wrong. you... We turn our backs when we, ha when we have punches getting thrown. We crumble. We go fetal. We give up our backs for chokes. Like We yeah. do things that are put us in so anti -safety. much more... Anti-safety. <laughs> Anti-safety. And jiu-jitsu is the only form of martial art that is really realistic for self-defense because it was created around the idea that the smaller person can overcome a larger person when they are on their back on the ground. That is the only martial art that works this way, and it's why it's so important for self-defense and especially like one-to-one -one personal self-defense. Um, so, yeah, that would be my suggestion is train jiu-jitsu. You don't have to do your whole, make your whole life around jiu-jitsu. I think a lot of times people think that it's like, oh, it's such a big hobby that I'm not going to be able to keep up with dude going to jiu-jitsu twice a week sometimes that might drop down to once sometimes you might miss a week but if yep. you're consistently going twice a week instead of going to the gym your fitness is going to go up higher your cardio is going to go up you will, you can get stronger all these kinds of things so don't feel like you have to you're going to like miss out on the yep. gym instead like you're going to have to trade first of all you can do both but second of all you're going to get all these benefits but you're also just going to walk around feeling like a much more confident person that could handle themselves if they needed to and could protect the people around them if yep. they needed to yep even if you're getting your ass kicked if you're new don't let that defeat you you are learning how to inoculate yourself into a physical vi physically violent stressful situation and breathe properly yeah be calm and, exactly. and be calm in chaos that really like like jiu jitsu teaches you how to be calm in chaos and to thrive under pressure and the last thing i want to add on that you asked about um when you're looking for gyms or misconceptions look for a gym with a lot of women yeah. And by a lot, like that's a small number, but look, if there are not any women on the mat in any of the classes, right. that's going to tell you a lot about the culture. It's not to say that, oh, you need women to train with. It's an indication of the culture. That of the it's gym. a Yep. I'm yeah. so proud that the, the two gyms I train at, I always tell, I had a girl at church who wants to do jujitsu and, and I, I can say that so confidently. I would go, Hey, you need to train with women yeah. and you need to train with men, but we have such a strong fucking female contingency, yeah. like contingent at the gym. Like, yeah. You're right. Yeah. That if and you show up at a gym as all shirtless guys and one of them is like, my girlfriend waits in the car, it's like yeah. not good. 
it's not that women can't train with men either. I know that's not what you're saying, but to clarify for listeners, it's not that women need, oh, I need to go in and have a ladies class. That's great if that if that's your style. I think women's classes are awesome, but it's not to say that you need to go in the gym and just train with women so you need women there. It's an indication of the culture because yes. yeah. women love jujitsu. So if you go into a gym and it's all men, it's like, why aren't there any girls What did here? you do to drive them away? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. for real. Yeah, I know. And I can see in our gyms, I, I operate and own and manage four gyms. I can see over the years when there have been less women, when there have been more women, and it's an indication of the culture. It tells us when we need to solve problems, and now yep. we have thriving female programs in all of the gyms. Fuck yeah. Um, all right, last segment. Uh, this is the AA segment. It's usually the audience advice segment, but next week, uh, next week we're going to do the first solo episode. We are going to talk to you guys. We're going to answer your questions. We've been starting to get some um, coming in. Uh, so I want to just like attack those. So if you have either a celebrity, cultural, political issue article uh, you want me to talk about, you can either, you can do two things. You can go to Logcast. Logcast is a free app. Logcast is an app that you download. It's very easy to download. It, it's not one of those ones where it's like, it's free and then you download it and it's like, it's a $40 <laughs> a month subscription. You're like, you fucking dickhead. It is straight up free. You go to the Jamie Kilstein circle. There's an advice not taken circle as well. Uh, and you can leave a question. So your voice will be featured on next week's episode. Next week's episode, we're going to get to these questions, right? So go to Logcast. They also uh, sponsor the show. So support the people who support us. If you are too fucking nervous to get your voice out there, I would say using a mental health podcast as as, as an opportunity to overcome <laughs> that fear is good, which you can yeah. do on Lawcast. But if not, you can also shoot me a question and support the show by going to patreon.com slash Jamie Kilstein. Uh, any articles you want to talk about or just personal advice or victories. If you have just a fucking cool story where it's like, hey man, you talked about this on episode one. I did this thing. My life's fucking better. <laughs> um, we would love to hear from you as well. So Next week, we want to hear from you guys. Logcast, you can download the app. Uh, uh, it's just on iPhone. It's not on Android, right? I think someone wrote me that they wanted to do People Android. People are still on Android. I know. On, I don't know. It's Come still on, the green uh, I believe right now it is just on iPhone, but let me get it. All right, just on iPhone right now. Um, but we want to get to your questions. And then if you can't, uh, if, if you have an Android and you're like, I want to support the show and I can't do it because I'm on a stupid Android phone, uh, tell people about the show. That is going to be our biggest sponsor is you guys. If the show helps you, if the show gives you value, uh, tell people, spread clips, repost, tag me, all that stuff. Um, super easy to get word out about the show. Logcast is currently only on iPhones. Okay, so iPhones, you got to make up for all those people right now listening to the show screaming. Are there really that many Android users? Come on, <laughs> Dude, man. I think there are. Oh if, my, you guys are still out there? Yeah, yeah, they exist. If you have advice or if you need advice or if you'd like to, to get into the show, hit up Jamie on his social or the Advice Not Taken social. Yeah, the Advice Not Taken social. My DMs are a shit show. Um, okay, so I will. I'm going to ask you advice. I'm going to take advantage of this. Mm. We talked about... Being vulnerable. Yeah, we talked about getting, getting into vulnerable. your masculine, getting into your feminine. And you don't want to overcorrect because now I'm like, okay, so if I'm looking for a feminine girlfriend, is it that I just step up in my masculine, they show up? Or because what I don't want to do is walk out into the street and be like, who wants to make me a sandwich? <laughs> That's what the feminine is, right? Like, what is that? Where is the balance? How, 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 what is your advice for people who want to start attracting 
the yeah. right kind of partner that maybe they've been overlooking for uh, women with red flags covered all over their body because that's what they're used to. Yeah. Yeah. So the major thing I think in this area, if you are somebody who is not really sure where you fall on the scale of things, then you're not really going to be sure what you want to attract. So we have oh, to do some, so we have to do, and then and then if you're not sure what you want to attract, then you're gonna allow anything in that feels good. You just say yes to everything. That's what I, yeah, that's what I used so to do. So you're gonna, you're gonna accept things. It doesn't make the other person wrong or bad, but it's probably not a good fit. Some of them are bad, right. but it's not probably <laughs> not a good fit. Yes. And so if you don't know who you are, you don't know, you're gonna accept anything anything into your life that feels good you don't really have a lot of discipline around your or what you say Aww. yes or no to look here here's my advice one get mentorship sometimes if you're not able to afford therapy there are a lot of resources out there but there are so many podcasts youtube channels sponsor are, us better help that are really really dedicated to masculine and feminine energy yeah. we do not have enough time today to dive into that but there's yeah. a lot of advice out there to discover what you want yourself i think people get embarrassed when they think about getting advice from youtube there are channels on youtube that have saved my life yeah straight up i mean There's why are, yeah well, what, are, what are we talking about here right, right. this is a podcast like right. hello like we're trying to yeah so this is this is people it's just humans helping humans or yep. people sharing experience like some of this might yeah so the advice though is Get, getting mentorship or any kind of self-discovery writing down like there's it's so easy to say self-discovery what's hard <laughs> is the actual work of yeah. it write down what do i think of masculine what do i think feminine would be where which ones do i like doing where do i feel best at where do i feel most myself i'm gonna do this today that's a great it's idea. a really really beautiful practice so for me when i was thinking about attracting a partner well to be honest i this is the story here all the time i was not thinking about attracting a partner i was thinking about taking care of myself damn it damn it damn <laughs> and, it and here's yeah. the, but here's the thing about the feminine the feminine is very very um what is the right word? Self, like not intuitive, intuitive. Um, so there's a word I'm thinking of. that's not hot, coming sexy to mind. tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, indulgent. Okay. It's indulgent in a way that is obviously not harming other people. So I think that for when this is from a feminine, feminine attracting a masculine, I had to stop trying to take care of men. First of all, uh, I had to really, really focus on taking care of myself. Yep. And I had to, like, you have to become bored, disinterested, and disciplined around saying no to anything that doesn't feel really, really right. Yeah. So it's not about going out and screaming, I want someone to make me a sandwich. Got it. It's about how do I embody the kind of masculine that one feels good to me because that comes first yep. and two that a woman that I'm imagining would be a good fit for that would love and respect because for example, somebody who is a good fit for me would not be very attracted to me if I was trying to mother him right. or take care of him or be in my masculine. So if I was like, I got this, I'm a superhero, I don't need you, I make the money, oh, here, let me split this bill on the first day. Here, let me open the door for you. A man who is very in his masculine is gonna be like, dude, I this is not for me. Right. Like, I am not attracted to this. While, while I feel very safe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, for, in exactly. So it's like, if you're a strong masculine and you're looking for, like, embody the 
things for your friends, for yourself. Like yeah. it is not about going out and finding the girl you want to bang. Yes. It is about like that is a huge this like I'm going to say that again. Like this is not about being masking for the girl you want to fuck. Yeah. This is about being masking because that's who you are. If that is Dude, who you I'm are. Dude, I'm making myself celibate until fucking uh, at the very least a relationship, which has been crazy because you see how Your many motivations times, change. Yep. And also that I would have just settled and been like, oh, this will buy me a month of feeling yes. good about myself instead of being like, hey, man. Like, if I'm going to give up celibacy or so that's how I feel about my my sexual life is like it's very, very sacred. So I, you I'm not, I don't settle like because I don't want to do that with somebody that is not the, the person I want to be with. I'm glad you said that because Jesse, one of the co-hosts um, who I adore, but we were actually even texting about this afterwards where she was like, I felt bad where she was kind of like, dude, but you still got to like date and experiment or whatever. And there is something to that, but what are your thoughts? And then we'll wrap it up. I want you to plug your stuff. Um, but what are your thoughts on, I've been kind of a fucking, uh, I've been kind of cutthroat, like yeah. saying no, where it's like, if I sense that like something is off and you're not the person I would have yeah. not cared before. And now like, is there, could there's I be doing line. that too much? There's yeah. a line because we use each other to experiment with ourselves. I learn about me through interacting with you, right? And we don't want to do that in a hurtful way, but like for like this is another example. Like going back to to my current partner, I he taught me a lot about what I wanted in a relationship by being it and showing up in that form and then like for me in the very beginning it did feel kind of foreign. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I yep. just want to say like you're not it's not that you can't that, inter that interact yeah. with that but it's when it gets to a certain point of if it's still not clicking for me it was well so this is also going back to being in my feminine from when this is something my therapist is telling me you like relax into it you don't need to control it now this may be different from a masculine point of view where you're yeah. setting the structure you're leading the way you're taking the next step for me as a feminine it was like let me just relax and see how this goes because it was cool. new right and then i learned a lot about myself along the way and i continue to learn about myself amazing well this is gonna be the first time that i have someone promote something that is just gonna be a better version of this um and <laughs> bury me in the charts you when we first podcasted, I mean, I must have gotten hundreds of messages from people who were just like, you guys need to podcast all the time. You like I think anyone who watches your Instagram stories are were probably furious that you didn't have a podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, luckily, uh, a bunch of quote unquote bad shit happened to you and you're leaning into yeah. it and taking the signal and you're going to have a fucking podcast finally. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'll have to have you on too. Yeah, this knee injury really opened a lot of space for other things to come through. Uh, podcast is going to be December-ish? Yes, we're filming uh, all. We're filming a bunch of episodes and it will be live, I believe, the first week of December. But my dates will be out on my Instagram. Amazing. So and then they can follow you on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram, which is my first and last name, Kendall Rusing. It's spelled like reusing. My podcast is going to be called Get a Grip. Yes. It's with Kendall Rusing. It's going to so be available on all the places you get podcasts. <laughs> I hate wordplay. And you told me that and I gasped. It was so good. I was like, <laughs> <gasps> yeah, that was fantastic. Um, dude, you're one of my favorite people ever. Thank you for doing this. Um, I hope to, I hope I will actually take the advice you gave me. <laughs> I hope so too. Just be, just lean into yourself and everything else comes to you in time. There's no rush. When you lean into yourself, you're happy with you no matter what is coming at you. Fuck yeah. And so then you just, you're, you're available when it's, when it's time for you. And if you're a feminine lady listening, just remember <laughs> I have a gun. Okay. <laughs> Bye everybody. Aloha y'all.